Right, let's do it. Um, welcome back, everyone. Another episode of Running Ramajan Cut. Um, Gaz, we've just been having a, a bit of a moan that like life is busy at the minute. Uh, year end is approaching at work, and it's kind of uh, everything. Everything's a little bit manic work wise at the minute. But thank God the football is good to take our mind off it. Um, we're rocking and rolling at the minute. Uh, Ten wins in eleven. The the only blip being that Bournemouth result. Um, still can't quite catch Norwich because I think Norwich had was it like nine wins on the bounce as well or something. So they you know their form was equally good. But um, my God, we look good at the minute. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. I think the benefit um, of the championship is we're playing every three days. So um, it's been quite nice just a little bit of work, turning on the TV midweek and watching football um, and then having the weekend as well. So um, not really looking forward to a couple of weeks without any football now. Um, I think you're right about Norwich. Um, for me, I think that the lack of, um, well, they've just been very stable, haven't they? They've got the same manager, pretty much the same team, played the same football um, same team that won the championship two years ago. So it's no surprise to see where they are. And I, I don't think we should really focus on them. Uh, at the end of the day, they've got a comfortable little buffer um, and we can control what we can control. But I think the one thing that's really shining through for me is that I, I'm going into every single game now feeling extremely confident. I feel like we can win every single game that we play. And it's it's been a long time since I've been able to say that. And um, I don't want to jinx it by any means. But you kind of look at like Swansea um, and they have one shot on goal every single game. You look at Brentford and it's all reliant on Ivan Tony, and they've got a, not a leaky back line, but you know they can always concede. And I think that we're just starting to look solid. Defensively, we look amazing. And I, I haven't said that in years. Um, the midfield balance now is just working perfectly. Um, even to the point you kind of look at Hughes and Chalabar and, and they look like a premise. Premier League sort of like a duo with still an option on the third, whether it's Zink and Argyle who's come into his own, cleverly he's been playing very well. Um, and I'd be keen to find your thoughts on Jao Pedro in that, that, that kind of number 10 role. Um, but even up top, we're starting to get consistent, consistently get goals from, from all angles. Uh, Gray's started to score a couple, Semmer's starting to get on the score, uh, score sheet, and Saar, um, obviously sort of like last couple of games, he's, he's found his, his route back to, to form. So there's not much to, to criticise at the moment, is there? It's um, Life is good as a Watford fan. I'm sure I can find a few things to, to point out if, if, if you really push me. Uh, <laughs> um, I've, kind of, I've, I'll go for one, just just, just address the balance. Um, defensively, we've been pretty good, as you say, lately. Messina worried me a little bit on, um, uh, on Saturday uh, against Cardiff. Kind of defending from the wrong side, if you know what I mean. Like there, there was too many times he was sprinting back at his own goal because the, the the winger had got the wrong side of him. I, maybe there's extenuating circumstances there because he, he came off injured, didn't he? But I, I just thought he was a he was starting to be a little bit of a weak link. Um, and I'm definitely not sold on the on the the left back we bought in January as a replacement. Um, I think he's had more shots this season than than our front three combined. I need that that fella. Um, yeah. So uh, that just. I guess nitpicking, given how good we've been lately, but um, uh, certainly I, I thought a, uh, a difficult game w- uh, well overcome on Saturday against Birmingham. Uh, I, I got a bit of a bone to pick with Lee Bowyer there in, in terms of the way he set his team up and like all these long throws and basically shitty football. Um, he's, he's probably trying to get the best out of his team just to kind of consolidate this year and maybe he'll start to change that, but I kind of expect a little bit better. I kind of want to see young English 
or British managers coming through and, and playing a bit of football and trying to entertain rather than just whacking long throws in the box all the time because it's just boring to watch, isn't it? So th- uh, thankfully we got the early goal and it gave us a bit of a cushion. But um, um, I've been the long throws didn't. I think maybe after the first two they didn't overly bother us once uh, Sierra took and Ikonga kind of sorted their positioning out. We were we were cool with it, but. There, there was a couple to worry about early on, but yeah, I was just a little bit disappointed about the way they set up and kind of how they tried to play football. Um, you'd like contrast someone like Rotherham, who, who you know kind of have kind of moved with the times and they're pre- they're pressing and you know they're they're energetic and dynamic and uh, all right, their four plays a lot better than their, their defence, but you know their their squad was uh, was all over the place uh, due to COVID, wasn't it? And um, uh, I dare say they're, they're down the bottom for a reason, but at least I, I just felt they were they were trying to play entertaining football and and, and getting the best out of what they got. But uh, but there you go. Uh, but yeah, difficult game overcome. Ch- uh, Chalabar looks a different player with the captain's armband on, doesn't he? I think just like completely different player. Just looks motivated, energetic. I think his performances at Cardiff um, in particular and uh, Birmingham, I think, were absolutely superb. But uh, against Birmingham, is by far the best player on the pitch. I, I thought he was brilliant. Um, so that's that's really pleasing to see. Maybe just 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 a, a bit of a new lease of life with kind of Hughes sitting a bit deeper behind him, just kind of frees him up to kind of you know just uh, as I say bring bring that more energetic side to his game, and I, I long way to continue because um, he's been cracking the last few games. So uh, it's the last thing to touch on just in this kind of little little segment is like our our squad depth is helping now. So you, like obviously like cleverly he's been out, we've not missed him. Although he's a great player, we've not missed him. Di- like no one's mentioned Deeney for weeks now. Uh, like we, 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 you know, we, we pick up a few injuries, and there's there's depth everywhere. So uh, perhaps a perhaps a, a shout out to the management, uh, not the on the playing side, on the club side, in terms of recruitment and uh, and whatnot, who who uh, get a lot of abuse and perhaps not enough criticism because the squad's in a really good shape at the minute, uh, and and that's shown by the fact that when players get injured, we've got we you know we've got backup there that's that's capable of doing the job. So uh, fair play to them uh, because the squad's in in a good shape for this uh, this running at the minute. So. Yeah, I think um, I think I think to be fair to the management um, or the uh, the owners, and I think I think they've made good short term decisions. Um, you know, I, I'm not really too fussed around you know the points you made about Messina or Lazar coming in because I think that when you've got such as a solid defence that you can kind of afford to take a few more risks going forward. And certainly Lazar's been brought in not to tighten things up at the back, but to to see what we can do going forward. Just as goes, that it's probably not too much. Um, I, st- I still think there's a place for Troy. Um, I, I, the one thing I do like about Troy being injured is that we seem to have developed um, a core of, of, of new leaders within this squad. Um, Cleverly seen as a leader, Hughes seen as a leader, Chalabar now seen as a leader, uh, Messina seen as a leader, and I, I think that, that that's been critically important for us because. Over the years, it's almost been like, do you know what? If Dini gets injured, what are we going to do? How are we going to defend a corner? You know, players like João Pedro defending the front post consistently well from corners, things like that. It's, you wouldn't think you would have seen this. You know, not having Dini fit uh, over the last few years would have been inconceivable to a degree. So um, I see benefits to it, but at the same time, let's not make any mistakes. We're, 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 we're battling for promotion now and having a player of Troy's kind of reputation. Um, his his knowledge and let's be honest he, he's still got seven goals this year regardless of how they come um, he's still putting the ball in it we still get more penalties when he's on the field than when we don't um, I still think he's got a lot to offer us maybe not as the starting number nine um, or 
potentially, if you've got Xiao Pedro behind him. But um, there's no question about it. He's still a good footballer and he's still got enormous value to us. But um, it's just nice that we can cope without him at times. What, what are your thoughts on, on Pedro? Where does, he, where does he best fit in? For now, I think it's great that he's, he's getting plenty of football uh, and he's, he's doing well on the pitch. He's not, he's not hiding. Uh, he's, he's looking to get on the ball. He's looking to play, uh, and there's some end product there. I think is it, is it nine goal, goals so far? I think I think that's a good return given the amount of games he's played so far. I think I'm, I'm sure I read somewhere he's aiming for 15, which he could still theoretically do. But um, he's he's contributing, which is which is great. Um, the the Semmer's goal against Birmingham, for example, was was I thought was great. Kind of moved into that 10 position, took it on his left foot, confident to shoot from distance on his left foot, and and a good follow up from Semmer. But yeah, I think he's I think his flexibility is good. I'm not I'm not sold on him as the as the nine in a four three three. Maybe that will come in time. Um, he's he's done a reasonable job there, I dare say. But I'm not sold on him long term. Like like whether like. I was going to say, if we go up, I think it's when we go up, given this form we're on. Um, like whether he's that guy for next season, that's probably an area that needs strengthening. But he's, uh, yeah, he's, I think I think the, the best two positions he looks at the minute for me are on, on the left of a 4-3-3 or, or if he's dropping deeper into, into the 10. But um, I'd, I'd, I think that's, if he's doing that 10, I'd, I think it's as, as a, maybe as a, like a 4-4-1-1 rather than a 4-3-3, because I think he's, uh, uh, the defensive side of his game he'd need in a in a four three three playing that role is is isn't there yet, um, uh, and he's a bit uh, he's got temper hasn't he, which I don't think is a bad thing. He, he, he needs needs to check it now and again. Uh, but um, yeah, the fact he doesn't mind getting getting stuck in uh, is, is is not a bad thing either. Um, just got to be careful when obviously when opposition is trying to wind up and whatnot. But yeah, I, I, I think he's had a cracking season. I think. Um, uh, I think there's an example there for some other the other younger players who we've uh, we've signed with high hopes who kind of haven't knuckled down um, and haven't made enough of themselves. Um, one of them being the guy who started up front on Saturday. Uh, been a long time since we've seen Isaac's success, so uh, rusty and lacking match fitness, I dare say. But uh, um, what's your opinion on him? Has he kind of has he had enough chances now for your perspective, or, or or is there one more that could help could maybe help fire us the promotion here? You'd like to think if there's anywhere he's going to anywhere he's going to do it. You'd like to think it's going to be the championship, right? And um, I don't want to be too critical of him um, because he's played no football. But you can't help but think that sometimes the reason he's not playing much football is because maybe some of his life choices in terms of his own conditioning, he always looks just a bit too heavy, doesn't he? Um, I see glimpses of success where, do you know what, you can be a handful, he'd be horrible to play against. And we've said that consistently over time. But the fact is, we've, we've paid 12 and a half million for him. Um, he's one of the most expensive players that we've bought, I think third highest, um, maybe fourth highest. And you expect something from him. Um, I think there's talent there. Uh, but at the same time, for every good game that you're probably going to get out of him, you're probably going to get four game, bad games out of him. I think at the end of the season is time to cut ties. I don't see him um, at the age he is now, what is he, 24, maybe 25? I don't see him getting any better as a player. Um, and what he's produced so far hasn't been good enough. Um, so um, he must be coming out of, uh, he must be in the last sort of 18 months of his contract now as well. So I wouldn't see any need to renew it. Um, 
I think it's time to move on. But to be honest, it's what kind of a feel we're actually going to get for him. I don't think we're going to get too much. And um, maybe there might be a little cheeky Udinese loan move for him at the end of the season. Who knows? But um, yeah, I, I think at the time of um, holding on to hope for the likes of Peñaranda uh, and success is, is long gone. There's, there's a reason why Peñaranda has gone to uh, a team in Bulgaria and still not playing football. Um, there's a reason why he's gone to Belgium, not played any football. And um, the fact is, is um, the last thing, um, the way they've probably applied themselves and come with these big reputations as teenage sensations, they've just believed it, literally. So um, I think I'm done. Anyway, yeah, enough with the negativity, because uh, <laughs> as I say, 10 wins in 11. Um, uh, international break, as you say, I think is, is is the big threat, isn't it? We were playing so well that it's, it's a shame not to have any football this week. Um, having said that, it gives Sarah a chance to get fit. Uh, there's a, a few names you touched on there. Cleverly Dini continue their, their rehabilitation. Uh, success gets more training under his belt, etc. So um, the squad should be in a, in a good shape regardless. Um, we're the team to avoid at the minute, I think. Um, I, it's you know we, We've obviously built up a nice, nice gap here. It's now promotions are for the taking. Um, this like this run reminds me a bit of the kind of you know the um, uh, when we uh, went up from the championship last time under Slavisa you know we kind of just got that momentum going and you you kind of felt what was happening Uh, Easter weekend was kind of crucial that time wasn't it I think I think that season it was maybe Derby and Middlesbrough Easter weekend Um, I was in Japan at the time I remember kind of like going around I think I was in Kyoto trying to find like somewhere with Wi-Fi so I could listen to the game uh, because I just couldn't find it in a bar anywhere Kind of thing, and um, but you kind of like tense going into those games, but you felt confident just because like Galo was on fire and whatnot, and and I, I just feel that way at the minute. I think if we, you know, if, if we're on our game and we uh, uh, apply ourselves as we know we can, um, I, I don't see anyone stopping us. So it's it's totally us to throw away. Um, you kind of mentioned Swansea dropping points. They're, I think their XG is one of the one of the bottom in the division. You know, in, in like they are they are punching massively above their weight. So you, like you would have thought they would drop drop off by now, but you know, still still eight games to go. It's a fair old chunk of the season, isn't it? So you you think they'd drop away. Um, and as you say, Brentford of of uh, a couple of draws lately have just just given us the gap. But still got to play both of those. But um, I'm I'm not too worried about them. Like I, as I say, I think if we if we play our game, I, we shouldn't have any problems in in um, in consolidating for second uh, as we go. So. Um, Probably the most positive thing I've said in five years in this podcast, I think that. Um, but that, yeah, as I say, just 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 shades of, of how we were under under Yukanovic, shades of how we were kind of like under Boothroy going into those playoffs against um, against Palace. You kind of just uh, you just um, uh, and the same under you know Taylor in '99 when we went up then. You know the the the, the Birmingham games and the, and like going to Wembley against Bolton. You just knew we were going to win that day. Um, and I, I I kind of feel the same now that like we we. I think I think the only thing that could really de- de- derail us is if this Saar say was for out for the season or Hughes gets injured, because I think as long as, as long as those two players are playing and playing in their best positions, which they are at the minute, the, the football the like the football flows and the football's brilliant. So I think I think as long as those two are fit, um, happy days, and, and we should be going back up. So um, it is one hundred percent ours to lose, and I don't think we're going to lose it. Um, should we give some props to the manager as well? Uh, he's been called out a few times. Uh, I remember you having one particular rant on here about the manager, uh, probably post Coventry, which was like the turning point formation wise, isn't it? Um, but everyone was getting a little bit pissed off. Um, you definitely used the word cheerleader at one point as well. 
but yeah, let's uh, let's let's give him some love, shall we? Because uh, he's he's the one who's overseen this run of um, ten wins in eleven. Uh, his his win percentage is exceptional since he's been appointed. So, um, anything you'd like to say to the manager, guys, just to just to retract that statement? I mean, sometimes you get things wrong, right? Um, so, I, I think the biggest thing that he's got is is he's just bringing out the confidence in players. You can see now. Uh, I mean, I, I personally think Chalabar's had a good year, um, but you can see now that he's seems a little bit more mobile when he's playing outside of that that anchoring role in the midfield. Um, I just think it's just that he's been able to build players up. Um, I think that's the case with Sar. He's been able to put a smile on his face. Uh, he's been more consistent with some of the goals that he's now started chipping. Uh, Jao Pedro feels like he's the main man. Chalabar, um, as we just mentioned, Sierra Alta is another prime example as, as to how we've got you know a quality centre back there. Um, so I think he's just his man management, um, but not just his man management, his ability to control a group of players as well, has just been really strong. And I don't think he's necessarily doing anything phenomenal when it comes to the tactical sort of like Naus. <clears throat> he just knows that if he builds the confidence in the players and puts the right formation in to cause problems, puts the, the right players in the right positions of the, of the pitch, such as Sar and Semmer being in the final third rather than the halfway line, we, we can cause problems. Um, and that's great to see. It would be interesting to see what would happen if we did go up, because I don't think he's got his coaching badges. Um, but also, would they <clears throat> be tempted to kind of you know, do what Wolves did many years ago and kind of give Nuno that opportunity to go there and just continue that rhythm moving forward. But get rougher in. See, um, <laughs> no, no, but that, that wouldn't surprise me from the owners because yeah. because we go from attack, attacking mindset to defensive mindset season to season. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm confident that we can continue to, to win these games. And to be honest, I think if we win the next four games, I think it's over. I, I think. I think Brentford and Swansea um, are going to continue to drop points, not necessarily lose, but I think they'll continue to scrape out draws here and there. Um, and I think by the time we actually play them, it'll be done and dusted. So um, I think at this point, the only thing we can't do is, is lose or drop points, just keep winning. I think the biggest question that I've got is what do you do about the goalkeeper situation? Because um, a few weeks ago, I was calling for Foster to come back in, but as we're starting to have a bit of a gap between us and third place uh, and they're not playing their game in hand until I think April 27th. Um, do we need to bring Foster back in or do you still want them for, do you still want his leadership and his ability for the most critical part of the season? Because if we're honest, he is, although Backman's done well, he is the best keeper. It's a cracking problem to have, isn't it? Uh, just like simple, simple as that. I think, um, uh, I would be inclined to put Foster back in if it was me. I think um, I think this break comes at a good time to kind of get him integrated back into the team. I personally, I'd want Foster back in for the Brent, the Norwich, Brentford, Swansea games because I, whilst Backman's done very little wrong since he's been in, I think I think I could maybe put the Bournemouth goal down to Backman. Uh, maybe one of the goals, maybe Harvey Elliott's goal at Blackburn. If I'm being critical, I I like. The fact he's a he's a backup keeper who'd never played a league game for us and he's come in and he's kept so many clean sheets in a winning team has been absolutely phenomenal. He's exceeded all all expectations from what from uh, from my perspective. Um, I'd like he, like he he's weak on crosses. There's absolutely no denying that. If you, if you looked at the Birmingham game at the weekend, you saw how deep Sierra Alta and Ekong were winning headers that 
ideally you'd want a keeper coming and, and claiming, you know, between the six yard box and the penalty spot. Um, but he's, he's just not good coming off his line, full stop. Um, Foss, Foss is better at that. Um, although he has his moments, let's, you know, let's not uh, beat around the bush. There's, there's a mistake in Foster, but he is just a, he, 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 like Foster's a better keeper, isn't he? Full stop. Um, but um, a lovely problem to have. If Backman stays in, I don't really have a problem with it. I think he, I think he's kind of like, as I say, he's, um, he's barely put a foot wrong and he's, um, like, he's an organiser. Like he, he, he sorts his back four out on his shout and he's sorting things out and he's, he's confident and whatnot. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a nice problem to have. It's, it's not like we've got Lenny Pidgeley in the team, you know, when Chamberlain's injured, that kind of thing, you know, and it's just an absolute fucking nightmare. So um, it's, it's a nice problem to have. And if we go with those guys, like, say, say, just to flip it, let's say Foster wasn't fit and he was ruled out for the season, we'd be, we'd be all right with Backman in goal because based on what he shows so far. So it's, um, it's just a nice problem to have. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Just on the um, the, like the other point you, you made, um, I think it's traditionally about 85, 87 points is kind of the benchmark for promotion. So yeah, we're not we're not far off that now. So as you, as you say, like the next few games, it, it, you know, we could be just about there. Um, we're on 75 points as we record. So yeah, kind of 10 or so points uh, puts us up three to four games. Um, so yeah, I mean, Easter weekend, obviously two games there that, you know, that, 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 that are massive. And then... Um, uh, like our difficult running that's been talked about starts. But um, as I say, I, I, I think we're the team to avoid. So um, I'm, I'm not really too concerned about the teams we're playing. But I, I, I certainly think we've got uh, more than capable of putting 10 to 12 points on the board uh, from the eight games left. So, um, yeah, we're looking good. You know what it's like being a Watford fan. You have, a, you have plenty of SBM squeaky bum moments. Yeah. Um, well, well, there's always the fear that, like you know, Leeds Leeds at home on the last game of the season under Zola is going to happen. Yeah. Or um, uh, Sheffield Wednesday at home under Slavisa when we're we're due to win the league is going to happen. Um, so yeah, you're right. We shouldn't get too carried away because uh, yeah, this this shit bites us on the ass enough, doesn't it? Um, oh fuck! I don't want to mention that that one under Slavisa. Like we were made to win the league that day, weren't we? First half we should have been about four them up. Ab, was it Abdi who's like possibly my favourite player of all time uh, should have had a hat-trick in the first half remember Marco Motta just kept firing crosses over and we just kept missing them and alright Vigil scored one but you kind of knew as it went on and we, we started time wasting from like 55 60 minutes we are like 1-0's not enough for us Watford fans but, um, anyway yeah. anyway it's all history now isn't it so uh, uh, but my god I was pissed off after that game um, but there you go yeah uh, just a bit yeah, uh, let's hope it doesn't happen this time because, as I say, we're, we've been positive at the minute about the team we got, the way we're playing, uh, the job that everyone's doing, uh, the individual displays that we're seeing. Um, there's really not anything to moan about at the minute if you horn it. Uh, life is good. So we've got Sheffield Wednesday next and then Middlesbrough for the Easter weekend. I guess we'll be back after that. Uh, fingers crossed for six points. We'll be back uh, some point after that to yeah to give you our thoughts and uh, yeah fingers crossed fingers crossed fingers crossed with that little bit closer to promotion.